We want to welcome you today to the Igniting Passion Ministry podcast. Really excited that you're joining us today. And before we get into this, we would like to uh, go to the Lord in prayer and just ask him to bless our time together today. Father, Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to speak into people's lives, to love on them, to bless them, to just watch you do wonderful things for them. Lord, we ask you right now, open up our spirit, open up our soul, and open up our mind to receive what the Holy Spirit wants us to have today. We give you glory for it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and amen. Man, it is so good to have you today. We are going to be dealing with the topic of the Word of God. I love the Word of God. It is manna to our soul. I think Timothy put it best in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, when he said that all scripture is given by inspiration of God, is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, meaning mature, truly furnished unto all good works. Wow. What a powerful verse that is, that all scripture, even the scripture there in Numbers and Leviticus that sometimes get boring to us, all scripture is by inspiration of God. God has inspired the totality of the word of God. He's inspired it from Genesis to Revelation. Even those books that may confuse us at times and we're going, God, what are you saying to us? They are still God-breathed. They are still inspired by God. God's word is God speaking to you individually. You say, but Pastor Brian, isn't he speaking to us collectively? Absolutely. But also the word of God speaks to us on an individual basis. It is God-breathed. It is the breath of God. It was written by many different penmans but it was written through the author of Christ, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It had languages of Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek, all these things in the Word of God. What, what a wonderful piece of literature that guides our life. It, it's the greatest piece of literature. It is on the New York bestseller every year at number one. You say, but pastor, I got some questions about the word of God. Where did it come from? You know, why, 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 why is it here? Is it for my life? And, and does it tell me about where I'll go when I die? Does it lead me back uh, to the place I need to, need to be made whole and complete? Even though the Bible is made up of 66 smaller books, it has one central theme. The scripture has one central theme. God's loving plan, I love that, to rescue humanity and to have an intimate relationship with him. Let me say that again. It's 66 books combined to make one book, the Bible. And it has one central theme from the beginning to the end. It is God's loving plan to have an intimate relationship with humanity, to rescue them 
from their sins, to set them free from things that that govern their life and that 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 govern it from a fleshly perspective, from a perspective of 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 this world's mindsets. And so the Bible's really divided into two sections. It's divided in what we know as the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Covenant, the Old Agreement, and the New Covenant, or the New Agreement. See, here's what the Word of God does. Number one, the Word of God helps us build an intimate relationship with Him. Helps us build an intimate relationship with who He is. Through reading the Bible, we come to understand what God is like. We understand his thoughts. We understand his plans. We understand the promises that he has for you and I. Through the word, you start to understand the person of God. You start to understand the character of God. That's amazing to me. It's through the word of God that God has revealed his love for me and for you through his son. And that love has eternally and forever changed our lives. See, here is the greatest promise we find in scripture. You know where I'm going. You've quoted, it's probably the first verse you ever learned. But this promise is the greatest promise. In fact, I believe it was C.H. Spurgeon that said, if you read no other verse, read this verse. Because in this verse is the totality of God's salvation plan to humanity. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but has, but has everlasting life. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. What a promise. What a great promise of love. What a great promise of, of speaking into your life and my life. See, the purpose of the word of God in Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 15 and 16, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Verse 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God, is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, for instruction and in righteousness. God's greatest desire is that you experience true salvation and come into an intimate relationship with you. I say true salvation because God's salvation is found between you and your God. The word salvation has two meanings. One is a deliverance. That's number one. But number two is the redemptive nature of God for the soul of man. There are two thoughts of the word salvation. Salvation is used in the Old Testament through the Hebrew tongue, and it is a delivering. But then when we get into the Greek and we find that word uh, salvation, we find the word, we find sozo, we find the word soteria, all these great words that God uses to de describe the plan that he has for humanity. Wow, what a tremendous plan. I love what 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4 says. 
according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue. Verse 4, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Where does it come from? It comes from the word of God. That by these you might be partakers of a divine nature, having escaped, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Do you realize you don't know any of this if it's not for the word of God? You have no knowledge of this. You have no, no understanding. Everything I'm giving to you shows us the plan and purpose of God. But also I want you to know that the word of God produces life. The word of God produces life. Uh, John chapter 6 and verse 63, about the middle of the verse there, it says, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Jesus says, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Mm. Boy, they brought life to me in my life. See, we look for our society to give us life. We look for our, our political system to give us life. It's not where it comes from. Life comes from the word of God. Life comes from an intimate relationship with God. Now here's the problem in many of us. Here's the problem. We had an intimate relationship in humanity, in we went through a divorce. We went through a breakup. We went through hurt. We went through pain. And we allow those moments of broken intimacy in the flesh to affect our spiritual intimacy. That is a scheme of Satan. That is Satan trying to come against us. The Word of God creates an intimacy with you and I and our Heavenly Father. The Word of God creates an abiding relationship with a God who knows, with a God who cares, with a God who is able. What a God we serve. But He wants intimacy. He doesn't want... Uh, just a relationship of convenience. The word of God imparts life within our spirit. A person's spirit is dead to sin, but as they hear the word of God and receive it through faith, their spirit comes alive unto Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit comes in and dwells within us, and his spirit becomes that new creation on the inside of us. Aren't you glad that the Holy Spirit comes and takes up resident on the inside of us? He is a wonderful confidant in this relationship that we have with God. Hebrews 4.12 says, the word of God is quick and powerful. That is why it is important to read, study, confess, meditate, and act on the word of God. That is why it is so important. The word quick there doesn't mean fast. It means alive. So the word of God is alive and it is powerful. Anything that has life has power. 
It generates power. Plants, they're powerful because they're living. They've been created by our creator, but they don't have the endowment of the Holy Spirit. Not only do you have natural power, but you have spiritual power. You have power that has been granted into your life by the wonder of the word of God through the Holy Spirit. God wants you to live powerfully. He does. To what degree? Well, that is to the degree that you allow the word of God to live on the inside of you. We must give time to the word of God in our life. Now, as as we get ready to close today, I want to talk about something that the Word of God does that I think is very important. The Word of God cleanses us. Oh, praise God. Aren't you glad? It cleanses. We start life in the kingdom of God with our spirit totally washed clean by the Word. You say, now, Brother Brian, are you sure? Watch this, John 15, 3. Now ye are clean through the Word which I have spoken unto you. One more time. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Wow. I'm clean by the word. The word of God is what what washes me. It keeps me clean. The word of God, when it's planted in our heart, it keeps us from sin. I love um, Psalms 119 Verse 11, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. What a powerful, powerful thing the word of God does for you and I. Aren't you glad for that? Aren't you excited that the word of God is a life-giving word? Aren't you excited that the word of God is a powerful, uh, giving word? Aren't you glad that the word of God cleanses us? Aren't you glad that the word of God helps us renew our mind? Aren't you glad that the word of God gives us light in a dark world? Aren't you glad that the word of God is our spiritual food? Aren't you glad that the word of God is a seed that bears in your life? And aren't you glad that the word of God is the sword of the spirit so that we're not just defensive? in our spiritual armor. The word of God, if allowed, will penetrate the heart of every single person. The word of God helps us to pray, teaches us what to pray, but the word of God also gives us a foundation to impart great truth into our life. Romans 10, 17. So then, faith comes by hearing, but hearing comes by the word of God. I love, I'm, I'm gonna finish with this. Isaiah 55, 11. Shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth? So shall my word be that that goeth forth out of my mouth It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Thank you, Lord, that your word that comes forth out of your mouth is not going to return void, and wherever it goes, 
it will prosper. Get into the word of God today and let it prosper your life. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Igniting Passion Ministry podcast. What a joy it is to come to you and to share the word of God with you. Have a tremendous day. And I hope by today's podcast, you start a new journey in the word of God that will lead you to an intimate relationship with your heavenly father. God bless and have a wonderful day.